welcome back to our doggone truth about rescue year-end wrap. I was going to say Spotify, but it wouldn't be as entertaining. <laughs> yeah, like your Spotify wrap. Oh, yeah. Okay. When you get yeah. like the music the of music, like, yes. we talked about medical bills five times this yes. year. We talked sure about did. intake three times mm-hmm. this year. We talked about volunteers on every single episode for <laughs> 24 hours this year. <laughs> sure did. Those are all fake. I don't know if that's real or not. Um, but welcome to our end of year last episode. Uh, we have Jen in to talk about basically everything that's happened this year. That would be a very long episode. It would. For the millennials out there, the Spark Notes version of this year, and then what we have to look forward to for next year. So, Jen, I'm just going to let you take it away because this is why we love episodes with you because you do most of the talking. Yes, I can talk and talk yes. and talk. Basically, it's a live that you do every day, <laughs> but with us here too. It's very true. Um, you know, I don't even know where to start. I could start at the beginning or I can jump all over. And if anybody knows me, I tend to jump all over with my thoughts. And so what I will say that has been the very most exciting thing, and I don't remember, I don't think I've been a podcast since um, November 28th, 2023, we closed on the Oswatomi Pound. So we purchased the pound from the city, which, guys, if you were there the day, the day, if you're there today versus the day that we found out about just even existing, it's such a heartwarming feeling. And there's so many things that I'm proud of um, with Always and Forever, but this is one that just almost takes your breath away for a moment because it is so special to know about and to have experienced firsthand the past of the pain of a situation where these animals were forgotten where they were completely neglected, where the conditions were truly horrific, and so many people didn't know about it. And the ones that did didn't know how to make it change. And it wasn't a, you know, gunslinging battle of we're going in, you know, it's going to change immediately. It was, it was every single day we fought to make it better in such small steps that now every single morning I get to wake up the red barn and I get to go to our Osawatomi shelter and we pulled out the old rusted kennels that were dangerous to all the animals and to our human staff there as well. And it's just special. And I always said it's not the building, but it's the love and the people inside. And so when we got in there, we made it as incredible as we could. But there still was, and Sai, you were just talking about this a few seconds ago, you feel people's energy. There is energy in everything. There truly is. In a building, in materials, in your clothes. Just think about how you feel. But when those kennels got out, it was almost like a breath of fresh air just whooshed into the pound. And so there's an open area, and we don't have our kennels yet. The new ones aren't there, but we've got some temporary ones. And thank you to all our donors that helped put up temporary kennels there. I talk with my hands. Sorry, I know I'm not supposed to. No, but Kingston is passed out. He is okay. beyond exhausted from having a puppy here for the last two days. Um, so he's not paying attention to your hands. Okay, and so she has good. she has a deaf dog that she has taught sign language to. <laughs> yes. um, so and he always along. watches Jen's so, hands. Yeah, if my hands fly, then the dog will be doing tricks behind me. So yeah, it's I wish. Very, we're not that far, but not he pays yet. attention to them. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just incredible, and to all the amazing people that kept faith in this dream, and I think that's such a special takeaway from this that. Cut her off at any time. Do we have something good on here? No, Dreams I'm just saying we time. have someone listening from Australia. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. That's amazing. Good morning. Awesome. Hi. Um, Go ahead, Jen. We, what I'll share is, guys, nothing important and nothing phenomenal and great is instant. And we live in an instant gratification society where people want results right now. Hell, I do. <laughs> like, I, I love to set goals. You want to accomplish them. You want to complete them. But that's not how God works. It's not. And if faith were easy, then everybody would have faith. It's when you have to go through the mud and you have to go through the trenches and you have to fail and fail and fail. And we had to get to the point. We actually got to the point where the city was threatening to kick us out and to go back to a kill shelter. And then the tipping point, and I know I've shared this before, was the realization of, you know, 
what am I putting out? What am I, what am I coming back? Am I putting anger out there? Anger's going to come right back at me. And so it was a lesson that I had to personally learn and to learn as this rescue to say, we have to do something different because if we're not changing it the way that it is right now, take a step back, let's fix it. Let's assess it. Let's try again. And now we own the pound and it's, like I said, it's it's one of the most special things that we have done as a rescue. And, and everything is so special because you can think about the 5,000 animals that we've saved, right? But then you think about all the people behind the scenes, all of our staff, you guys, every single story, and the thought and the photos of the ones we haven't. And it's the photos of the animals at Wichita that don't even have photos out there. It's knowing that every day... 20 some dogs are being euthanized or or however many at every shelter but that will crush you what you focus on is gonna is gonna make you or break you and you know bad things happen in this world but equally good things happen in this world and it's really taking a step back and saying what can I control God what is my purpose why am I here I know there's horrible things out there but what can I do right now to make today a little bit better for the things that I can control in my environment. I had a really good friend and she would always, she, she did this better and she'd be like, so here's your circle, right? So picture you draw a circle and she's like, this is you. This is everything that you can, tr- can control. And then here's everything else in this circle parallel to it. And you're trying to get into that circle and do everything in there and control everyone and to make the world a better place. But you can't order people around and expect the world to change just because you want them to change. You have to focus on your circle. Because remember, in this other area here. You just killed the vibe. What? No, I'm I'm, talking. I think I have the broken mic. No, there we go. I love when you come out, not to cut this off at all. You always come with such wisdom and everything else in Whatever you say resonates at like something I'm going through at this time of my life, <laughs> not related to the shelter. And I'm like, damn, Jen's speaking truth again. But that's what it is. Because like, I've been having my focus on other things or like yeah. trying to control things I can't control or like. You will lose your mind trying to control what you can't control. Mind. Yeah, I'm be and that's fully transparent. And on that's this podcast right now. But here's what I'll say right here. Okay, so you have your circle, and then to your right is this other circle of all these other people doing other things you want to change, and you can guide them, and you can do whatever you can in your control to influence them, and say, "What can I do to help you?" But God has this circle around both of these circles, so everybody's circle is in God's circle, and at some point you have to say. God, you got this. Let me focus on my circle. You've got the other circles. I'm going to do the very best I can in my circle. And in our circle, it took four and a half years to change this pound. Now think about that for a moment. It's a rural pound in the middle of the nowhere with a very good city that has no money. One of the poorest cities in Kansas, okay? So we went in screaming and shouting, shame on you. You're killing all these dogs. Why does nobody care? Is that fair? Did we approach this right to say nobody cared when there was no money within that city? Now, that's being broad and generous, right? Okay, because there's always two sides to every story. But could we have taken a different approach? And maybe, yeah, but everything has a lesson behind tragedies. You know, there's blessings everywhere and everything. It just depends on how you look at it. And so there were... That's kind of the takeaway of this pound because if we can do it where there was no money when nobody cared and nobody knew how to change it and everyone said you'll never change it, they were right. We didn't change it that first year. We we screamed, we shouted, we offered to do everything we could and then they let us in. And so what we do, we volunteered for four years. We took care of every single animal for four years there. Not one single animal died for space. Not one animal in Miami County, Paola, um, or Osawatomi was euthanized for space when it was previously all kill. And it's like, if we can do it, that means everywhere can do it. Because the only reason that we were able to do it is because everybody from outside Osawatomi and the ones that cared inside Osawatomi said, these aren't your dogs. These are God's dogs. These are God's cats. These are God's forgotten animals that we can all come together and contribute whatever we can, whenever we can, And a little bit, little tiny bits every single day, steps towards change, that's what makes lasting impact. And that's how 
we took this forgotten pound and we're going to we're going to change the world and show them how to how to run a shelter and how to build and in faith faith is believing when nobody else says it's possible and you just keep going and you block out the people on your team the people that love you the most and try to protect you the most and say go another path and you say this is this is the only path because if we go another way nobody else will go this way and then what happens to the animals and that that really kind of does lead to our next big leap of faith which is wichita we don't even have to ask the follow-up questions. You just lead yourself yeah, into I, them. And just keep talking. We just sit here and listen. So, just think I of love this like editing a- this podcast because Jen just talks and it's so easy for me. To- I will, it's almost I will, like a therapy session I that we just record for yep. Jen. I'm, like I'm we all just sit for here and listen it. to I mean, therapists and then... How did that make you feel, Jen? You know, I don't know. The, the feeling part of it, it's funny because I, I just was talking with a friend that I, I hadn't seen. I haven't seen him in 14 years. I saw him oh. today. So he flew in. He does um, child um, trafficking defense. Ooh. And so he's, he's advocating for very, very hard issues where it's, it can be soul crushing. And, it, you know, it, it's it flipped to where, you know, he's like, well, you know, kind of think about what you do, where you can witness hundreds and thousands of animals be put to sleep. And, you know, he said, you compartmentalize it. You know, you have to take that step away back because you cannot take on the whole world's pain. And again, that goes back to looking at your circles, what's in my circle to control. And he said, I have a purpose, I have a role, and I know what I'm doing is making a difference within that purpose. So knowing your purpose, whether it's fostering, whether it's taking a dog on a date, hospice fostering, um, what, a, what a beautiful thing to know that your little impact has such a phenomenal impact in the larger picture that only God sees. And we recently submitted an RFP response to um, for the Wichita Animal Shelter to put a bid in to take control over it because I 100% believe that not one animal should ever die for space. I don't care how many animals come in. I think it's about 10,000 animals a year. But with the right networking, with proactive networking, with the right outreach, with rescue connections, and when you have the faith to know that you're just going all in and you're saying community, um, we've got some, I, I recognize some names on there from Wichita, the most amazing people are in this world and they are drawn to you. Good attracts good. The people want to help in Wichita. Let them in let them in to volunteer let them in to take the photos to walk them to say we will be this change do not let police run a shelter police should never run a shelter they should be in the field let them in the field that makes sense let the people who know how to care and love these animals that will get up at 3 a.m every day that will sacrifice every minute of their life and soul just to ensure that one single animal knows a moment of love because sometimes we have seen over the past five years it is only a moment and those moments are everything and the only thing you leave in this life with is love so how you impact when you find your purpose freaking go all in and fail every day every which way and be I'm going to swear fucking proud of your failures now we have to put explicit I'm okay with that failures lead you to success and I will say that all the time be proud of your failures because that is what you grow from it really is and I I would never be where I am or who I am today if I didn't fail every single step along the way we had a meeting with our managers the other day and you know I didn't share with them I was terrible leader when I first started as a lawyer too you know you gotta learn somewhere you have to dive in the deep end and throw yourself all in Kingston's awake put okay I'm gonna stop with my hands but um but that's the whole thing as long as you're willing to learn from the process I really tried it lasted about a second (laughs) he's still going but um you know it's and that's what I say we are a shelter that also believes in transparency so transparency in our failures with respect to how we handle the dogs with respect to how we've done fosters and adoptions because we want other rescues to learn that it is okay to screw up along the way 
and also a lot of 2024 is going to be geared toward changing into a growth mindset. What can we, what are we doing right now and how can we do it better to be, to keep changing and elevating the standard of rescue and, and shelter care? And that's so hard to do because it's admitting faults. Oh, it's so hard. Or like areas that you're lacking in. Not a lot of people want to sit down and be like, growth comes from obviously uncomfortable. an area of lack and yeah. uncomfortable yeah. of sitting down and recognizing those. And it is going to be hard, but the other side's going to be beautiful. I will say my biggest failures came from me being comfortable. Whoops. In my comfort zone. And when you're in your comfort zone, you assume things and change is hard, change is scary. And that's why I think you have that resistance initially to Wichita. Um, I don't think there's anyone better to run it than us. I don't. So with Wichita, with all that said, what is the first step in 2024? So there should be making a decision in February of 2024. I don't know if they're going to request oral presentations or any type of negotiation and so forth. I've obviously never been through this process with a rescue. I've responded to RFPs as a lawyer in different contexts, but it really depends on their decision-making team and what they want to do. Um, I will say our RFP was 118 pages and it was put together by a phenomenal group, and it's something to be incredibly proud of. Um, I, I, we should, I wish we could find a way to share it online. Um, we didn't do it at first purpose out of intentionally because there are obviously other people putting a bid in. So um, it's special. Can you, ex- can you explain to listeners that might not know what an RFP is? Yeah, so an RFP is a request for a proposal, and essentially they're putting out a bid and saying, I want to hire a contractor to take over Wichita Animal Shelter. Now I think my mic is broke. Good thing Santa brought new ones. I know. Santa's great. Okay, now it's on. Um, So it's a request for a proposal to hire on a contractor to take care of the animals at Wichita Animal Shelter. So um, two or three or four parties may submit a response. And they ask, you know, I think there were like 68 questions in there regarding how would you handle cleaning? How would you handle um, aggressive dogs? What what are your um, safety protocols? What is the staffing? What is the budget? So a million different things have to go into consideration with basically saying, how would you run this shelter? Within what budget would you have? The timeline that would you, you would do it? And would you meet the capacity of care within? Basically, they're saying they want 25% of the kennels left open so animal control can continually bring animals in. Um, funny side note of that is that they have some exotic animals. So we will, they do take in some hamsters and snakes. And I think they even took in a goat Those and a chicken. Those are not the exotic animals. That, oh, you were about to say like monkeys, like oh, no. chameleons. I mean, I mean, yeah, that too. But yeah. Hamster is exotic. Okay, that might have been not the best first example, but I meant not a dog and a cat. But I think they did. Yeah, whatever. I will always call you out. <laughs> I don't know. So exotic. Okay, let me preface Do they this exist too, in nature? Is that I get up very, very early and seven o'clock is so late at night for me <laughs> that I go pretty brain dead. So however this conversation goes, I have no responsibility for what comes out of my mouth because it's like my... You're doing 1 a.m. Thank you. I appreciate it. I have a question, though. Go for it. About Wichita. Um, So a few episodes ago, we talked about them not being labeled as a kill shelter because Mm -hmm. they were under the 10%. Yeah. Have they surpassed that? So are they not labeled that? They are still not labeled a kill shelter. They are at about 8.8%. And that is because Beauties was still helping up until June, they were still pulling animals. And so it's looked at from January to December. We were still able to help until October. I will share the month of October, November, and December, the youth rate for dogs was close to 30% for each month. So let's say 100 dogs came in, 30 of them were killed. Um, on the year, I think it's close to 700 dogs were euthanized. And you're talking dogs that is not including dogs that, um, that I mean, that is including adoptable dogs, which meant they could have and should have been available for a rescue to pull. Um, the rescues have stopped pulling. We are pulling dogs um, through other rescues. Everybody knows this. They watch our Facebook page. Hello. Um, it's not a secret. It's not illegal. It's actually very, very sad in my opinion, that we don't have access to 
see the photos, to know the animals that are there. We have begged to let us in. Um, it is a game of egos and pride, which is stupid when it comes to saving lives. And that is that is very, very real in animal rescue. There's a lot of personal reasons that people join rescues that sometimes aren't altruistic to the mission. And all I can say is I go back to my circle. <laughs> what can I do in my circle? I can't change. I can't change KHS. I can't change the people that run um, Wichita Animal Shelter. But what, what could we do is always and forever we put a response in to an RFP to say, we can't change them, but we're being, we are willing to be the ones to go in and change your shelter if you let us. And that's a huge, huge commitment and statement to say. So um, we are praying that if it's not us, that it's a trusted rescue that gets an opportunity to do it because the two parties that are doing it right now, the animals are dying and there is no other way to sugarcoat it or say it. It is a kill shelter. Animals are dying there and it is solely for space. On, on to a sad subject. No, we, we always do. It, yeah. Well, because it's the truth. It it's is. what you and Always yeah. and Forever deals with day in and day out. So yeah. you can't shy away and not talk about it when it's reality. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's that's a good part, too, of finding balance. You know, it really is what you focus on. Wichita is horrible. Wichita is horrible. Could I be there right now the way that it's run being a kennel staff? No. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't want to do it. And they're having the same problem, too. Oh, little puppy's waking up. Speaking of Wichita, didn't he come from there? Uh, he sure did. I think he was left in a basket or a, a bag outside. So this little dude and three others were. So <laughs> he's four pounds. He looks bigger than he is on camera. He might be five. Oh, he's five. He's tiny. He's super he's tiny. But that's that's the kind of thing, too. I look at my Z, and ZZ was um, a KHS reject, and she was going to be euthanized. And she is one of the most loving little pit bulls out there. And it's you look at our red barn right now and the gray barn, and it's filled with pit bulls. It is wonderful ones. Some obviously selective with issues, but it's, it's mostly pit bulls. And, and that's actually not the case of the animals that they are I did it again, that they are killing um, just because of numbers. <laughs> that was pretty good, but it didn't make the mic, so you don't get to count as funny. Um, that <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying anymore. <laughs> so. Hey, the pit bulls. Oh, yeah. Totally worth it. <laughs> I totally, love it. Yeah. yeah, I was sharing with a friend the other day. I didn't even know the breed in any sense up until this rescue too so it's it, yeah there's fear of the breed that's okay you know everybody has their fears but give them a chance they're they're wonderful and purebreds need rescue too so there, there is huge breeding issue with wichita and we've shared hojo's story and there's another dog seymour who's related to him any breed you want they're out there well i just need to chime in about the breeding because mm-hmm. i started doing research on him of like the boston terrier chihuahua mix it's a designer mix if you do research on it that people are often sought after for the characteristics and size and the mix between the two breeds i'm like no it's still a mutt yeah i always (laughs) find it funny when someone's like i want a purebred doodle well do you know what a doodle is mix like it's still a mutt so like when I looked that up, I'm like, oh, a designer mix. Yeah. Ooh, how fancy. elegant of me to foster one. You know, we're, we're a fancy rescue. <laughs> but I, I just laugh because people can put a label on whatever they want yeah. to make it more appeal- like appeasing to that audience. Well, you ramble, so I'm just going to go into the next thing. All right, where are we at? I don't know, but I'm going to ask because it's our recap and review. Okay. You talked about the Osawatomi Pound, yeah. like how fantastic that was. Outside of that, top one to two moments for the shelter in 2023? So many. One to two moments. Well, what strikes me is what I shared on the last one was, you know, the failures with our CUP led to the success of another friend's CUP. And I, you never see the ripple effects of your actions in so many ways. Like I think when you die, you have this here, here I'm going to go off spiritually again. When you, when you pass and you leave this life, life continues. Death doesn't just end your life. It, it just continues in a different form. And if I didn't truly believe that I could never do what I do right now because we have so many losses when it comes to 
animals and we've had good friends pass with Danielle and David where they were a huge part of our rescue and we were forced to say goodbye unexpectedly. But um, when you see your struggles and your trials and and your frustration and and everything that you thought you poured your heart and soul into with the homestead and the conditional use permit and you see your struggles turn into a benefit and a blessing for someone else like Regina's rescue you know that's that's a really special moment because you don't get to see that until your life ends and you're looking at the bigger picture because that's what God sees you're never going to see that so I love the little glimpses God gives you to say you know, I got you. You know, this there is more to this story than just what you see. And so kind of fun facts. And that's why I love this podcast, because you guys give the opportunity for others that don't have the platform or voice of, or the morning videos like I do that do the the grunt, the grind, the exhausting work behind the scenes. And sometimes I will say some of them are a little boring, but they're so they're educational, um, educational and necessary. Informative. They are so informative. Um, and I'm seriously offended. My podcast was not the top one that you listed. You listed oh, like yes, five so others. I, let's pull you in here. Get your face and camera. You, guys too. you were just so, speaking so. facts about what our top oh, listen to podcast was. I did. Who did that? My cat. <laughs> it's on you now. Wait, hold on. No, I need time. Keep talking. I'm bringing it up right now. Okay, so Sai's going to research our top listen to podcast. But um, Jen was very offended Well, before we started when she was talking okay. about them. She's like, it's so not me. So the top episodes, community events and volunteering. Shout out to Miranda. It's Miranda and um, Shelby. Shelby. Little Gray Barn. Third was A Look Inside, Always and Forever, Dog Intake. Shout out to Craig. Osawatomi Pound. That was a very entertaining and chaotic episode of the stories that they shared of the cats and the chase and everything else. Yeah, people really enjoyed that one. This one's yours. This one came in fifth. Recap and addressing concerns from conditional permit. I'm so proud of you. Top five. Top five. Crap, I'm on the bottom of the five. I don't want to be bottom five. Forget it. So those were the top episodes of 2023. Well, that's just disappointing. Wait, I love that I started this episode joking about a wrapped, and she actually has one from Uh, Buzzsprout. (laughs) I do. Why would I not? What else? What other stats do we have? They emailed me today. Well... We um, are in 32 countries. Okay. United States, Germany, Australia, Canada, and United Kingdom. Australia. Yeah. And we have a whole bunch. (laughs) We have a whole bunch of uh, listeners or viewers from the West Coast and the East Coast on there right now. So huge, huge, huge for always. What else is on there? Well, if you check your emails, you would know. I. Don't you dare. This is huge for the Dog on Truth About Rescues. I can't wait for 2024. Yeah. 2024 will be a good year. Um, we should submit or have people submit like episodes they want to hear because we've covered the basics at this point. I yeah. think of like intake, what is volunteering, what is cost and all that stuff. Of Like what do people want to know about rescue? Yeah, we got to get Michaela on to talk comments. about dog intros and things like that. Um Let's talk about 2024. Okay. Where do we see ourselves? Uh, we did start a newsletter. So no, thanks, I got it. You so cuddle. thanks to April for kicking that off again. We got a really cool team behind that. And so we'll have a monthly newsletter. If you haven't seen or received our year-end newsletter, look on our website. It's there. You can sign up for that. Um, 2024, we are going to have a brand new building mm. in Osawatomie. And we hope to get that started in Q2 and we have to raise about seven hundred thousand dollars for that. So, what are we at? I think we're at like one hundred and fifty right now. Okay. So it's it's a start. You know, you have to start somewhere, and you can feel like that's daunting, or you can say, "Hey, at one point when we were looking to purchase the land, the land was ironically about seven hundred thousand dollars too, and we came together and did it in kind of the similar timeline, different circumstances, but um, there's so many so many exciting things. You know. Wichita is in God's hands right now, whether or not we go there. And, um, you know, we, we, we take it day by day. I was just talking to someone on the way here, and I said, you know, they could be reading our RFP right now, the response. And, you know, that's when you have those moments, you kind of you kind of wonder what God's plan is. And, you know, I'm always I'm, – I try to not question it because 
I would never have expected my life to be where it is right now. And that that's kind of goes back to when I see a friend from law school, when you're just a 25 year old kid and you think you're just, mm-hmm. you know, figuring out life and then life takes you down a path you would have never expected. And no. it's, you go with it. You go where your heart calls you to go. And if you're, if you're open enough oh, to listen to your heart and you're lucky enough to have people around you who believe in you and who hang with you through the really, really hard times, because anything that is truly worth doing is, is never going to be easy. No, but this puppy is not easy. Having the faith <laughs> to know that it, it really, <laughs> truly does all work out. And that's something that um, I'm kind of a broken record. Judy's really good at saying that, too. It really does all work out, even when you think it's not going to. Um, no, it only doesn't work out when you expected a different outcome. Yeah, but it's still working out. Right. Yeah. It's only when you expect that it needs to end a certain way, but don't realize the gift and the result. Yep. And it, it's choosing to think that everything is working for you and not against you. If you've got that attitude that everything's working against you, hell yeah, it will. And you will feel it and the world will crush in on you. But if you think that it's working for you and you look around and you see all the good it is there. We are surrounded by so many amazing people and how lucky are we to wake up every day and be surrounded by animals that just want your love. I mean, your worst possible day you wake up and everybody loves you. Like what a great environment. So you, you take your worst day and you roll your lazy, exhausted body out of bed and you're greeted with love. So it's, it's the bad days are always good um, when there's animals. Oh, I just need to com- Amanda, that was a great comment. For the new year, skip joining a gym. Just use the treadmills in the new year and said walk a dog. Skip the gym. You don't need to get a gym membership. Just sign up to volunteer for always and forever. That fantastic recommendation. Absolutely. Save the money. Don't join join the gym. Come out, walk some dogs. Start a walking. How many miles? When I was at Little Grey Barn, I think it was at least five plus miles a day. Yeah, we did a challenge too to our staff to get fifty miles in a month, and then I would give you a hundred dollar gift card. Yeah, everybody hit fifty miles. That was impressive. So yeah, easily and get the therapy of a dog. So good for you. It's so good for the animals, and they need you. So I mean, that's the cutest little puppy sitting right there that just yawned into the camera. The puppy, but um. Yeah, you know what? I, I don't know where 2024 is going to lead us, but I have enough faith to know that um, God's got a plan. Before we finish with 2024, biggest lesson learned in 2023? You know, it's all, it's, it's still... Like peop- from previous years, because I know yeah. you've, it's been probably like the same lesson yeah. over and over again in different areas. But what was very different in 2023 for you? Probably the public failure. Mm. I mean, blatant public failure of not getting our conditional use permit approved and having very adamant enemies. And I never thought I would have an enemy, and I I still don't think I do. But we have people that have called the state on us numerous times. Nothing was founded. We've passed everything. Um, Very intentional, mean spiritedness. Um, I hadn't encountered that before. I'm not just talking about that situation, but certain situations in Wichita too. Um, How do you deal with people that, and again, I I still go back to those circles. Um, I think that's really what this year was, is knowing that, all I can control is me and all I can control is my response to um, people that don't value the life of animals where they are inventory, where they are killed when we beg to save them. And how do you stomach that? How do you stomach you tagging a dog and they killing it anyways? So, um, How do you stomach the public failures, the scrutiny, the losing donors because they question your choices and your motives? That's that's tough too. Um, how do you question? How do you stomach the criticism that you get personally for taking a stance to say freedom of speech matters, and that you should always have the right to say what the truth is, what your truth is, and when animals don't have a voice, speaking up and being their voice. Um, it's learning to say we did the best we could 
at the time that we made that decision, and I, I think everyone should know as well, this isn't a one-person show. This isn't Jen saying, do this. Jen, do that. Now, this... I, For the longest time, you really didn't show your face or talk. No. And look at you now. And look I at know, you now. I know. But um, we have a six-person incredible board with over decades of experience to where every situation is contemplated, debated, and truly assessed to say what is in the best interest of the animals, our staff. Um, I can't tell you how blessed we are to have such amazing staff and team members and volunteers. The people are what make always and forever special. That's the bottom line. I'll say it every day. What are the chances we can get the board on a podcast? That's part of... A rescue. Yeah, so you've got to get you've got to get the phone call in because you've got a couple people that are remote still. Okay. So oh, you've got to yeah, yeah. that should be your twenty twenty four goal. So our twenty twenty four goal mm-hmm. is to make this more like you're on TikTok, right? Yeah. I recently deleted it because I've been spending way too much TikTok time on it. sucks your life away. I was I like, just Ooh, I need a break from TikTok in December. Yeah. But anyways, how some people have like their podcast is mm-hmm. so great on there yeah. just like the I love it yeah there's not like this setup quit. of like three people Little trying to hurtful. fit into a screen yeah. of like the multiple camera yeah. angle with like the nice yeah. mics and like well you've got nice mics 60, we just gotta no, do we the do. cameras um the cameras and like the 60 second clips yes yeah that we can like put on tiktok of just yeah. like little snippets absolutely about the I podcast like new, like new heights um yeah. i hate that the person i think of right now is nick the old bachelor i'm oh, see, sure he I, doesn't show up on yours i like the sacred thomas podcast it's like motivational stuff i don't know right but either way you know exactly what i'm talking about the podcasts that are on tiktok that then lead people to the podcast yes yeah in 2024 i would like to get to that level with this okay you're doing it (laughs) no it's not you would like to it's that you are 2024 we will get to that level that's exactly right nothing would exist unless you affirmatively say you're going to do it so that means we can't we have to like look ready no, I feel live. like sweatshirts keep it real. <laughs> Why? I'm always in a sweatshirt. And Don't I, have me. No, that's not. No, what when you first were like, we're going live, and I'm like, great, today was the day then I didn't wash my hair. What, I mean, what are our audience wearing? I feel like nobody dresses up for to watch it, so why would you dress up to be in it? No. Okay, not we'll talk about up. that. I love that goal. That's a great goal. That's, that's a good goal for super, us. super, super important. Yeah. But I want to go back to your comment about like having villains for the first yeah. time in your yeah. life. Um, there's no good Disney. Ooh, I broke <laughs> it was my you, mic. not me. Um, there's no good Disney movie in fairy tale without a villain that you have to overcome. Yeah, I mean that's so. Like I, no one would watch the movie and no one would pay attention if there wasn't a conflict. So true. That needed a resolution. And I always say, when it when it came to Yankee Bit Lane, who we call Cranky Bit Lane now, um, where's the pup? They are the ones that you had it. Oh God, we didn't lose creating. the puppy. <laughs> The characters in the movie. Oh, there! Right there, right there, right there! Okay. Oh, did she poop? He poop? He pooped again? Oh, my dad made it. Why did you shut the door? It's he's tiny. Okay. Pause. (laughs) She she keeps going to the bathroom on a live The puppy is trained on pee mats. (laughs) The two mats in my bathroom are white. And he has now confused my bath mats for potty mats. He is going in the bathroom. So. And he's literally going into the bathroom because Sai leaves the door open and uses my bath mats. He's super cute, though. You can't um, be mad at him. But now he's up, and now Jen gets to witness the chaos of Kingston super cute. and Anthony. My one friend at work was like, can you rename him Sean so you have Sean Kingston? That would be funny. And I said, I can't do that. One of my ex's name is Sean. Okay, well then that's not, that doesn't work, but um, if you keep him, that would be funny. I'm like, no, I can't do it. Um, so either way, so now both mats are probably going to get thrown away. Yeah, they're fine. So back to the villains, Disney. Yeah. Yeah, but what I was thinking earlier when you were talking about the Osawatomi Pound and that whole journey that you've mm-hmm. gone through, how great of a reality TV show it would have been that I would have tuned into and watched. Yeah. yeah. Of that whole journey. And have you ever considered that? Of like pitching for like funding sponsorships of like how yeah. follow I mean, our absolutely. journey. I mean, I think forever. that we are a movie, we are a story, we are 100% a reality TV show. One of the things, like we've had raccoons stuck in trucks and yes. we've surrounded people. Like we've had adventures of 
five dogs getting out, everybody running the neighborhood and down, down the pasture. And yes, Lily, when we very first opened, um, there's so many stories and adventures and, um, yeah, we're a hundred percent open to that. And what I would say is the difference between like pit bulls and parolees and us is that what we focus on so much yeah are you kidding me like i don't even yeah. watch that show and no, i already know i don't watch it either and i think there's so many significant things that are only like pertinent to i don't even know if that's the right word i'm trying mm-hmm. to sound smart to always and forever yeah. that other shelters do not have like when i am talking and taking um anthony the little foster puppy to the brewery and i'm like yeah their adoptions are free you just mm-hmm. have to get approved and like telling them more i'm like if you ever want to foster they like bring all of the supplies like i asked to have him and i got two crates beds foods everything like puppy mats like what always and forever provides for the people that want to put effort and time into it is like no other shelter yeah and it blows people's mind when i tell them those things and that's because i will tell you every single person loves them like their own you you adored tobin you didn't even want to drop him off at the shelter tonight I didn't mean to bring that up. No, let's talk about it. Yeah. Cy hasn't cried yet on this episode. <laughs> I'm kidding. But Cy, I think, because you haven't really said much this episode and I want to cut Jen off, your 2023 in review, like I think you have learned so much through the shelter this year. I've grown to advocate for the dogs that can't speak, mm-hmm. you know. Getting emotional because I hate that I had to drop off Tobin tonight. Oh, now's share, your time share to pitch. Why. Yeah. Why? why? Yeah. Because I feel like he's a part of my family. No, no. I, why I, did you have to drop him off? Because we because, all know you oh, wouldn't want well, to. Yeah. Well, we're, I'm about to tell the whole world. I'm about to be leaving for two weeks. <laughs> oh, okay. Edit that part out. <laughs> Somebody will be at her house with a security oh, camera yeah, and a she, gun. I mean, <laughs> so. there is going to be people at your house, but you and Lex are going for a volleyball trip. Yes. Yes. And we'll be gone for two weeks. And, and your house watcher does not... <laughs> ready to watch a dog no yes and so it was really hard for me to drop him off because i hate that he's been in a home doing really really well bother us he just chills and then for him for me to have him go back not that he's lo- not loved at little gray barn it's just the fact of him being somewhere where it's not a home mm-hmm. his own couch mm-hmm where he can roam freely, you know? It's just it's just different for me. I don't know. Okay, I'm crying, so <laughs> next subject. That didn't take long. No, I so, really want to acknowledge how much, like, you have really invested and grown within this last year. Because I think la- in 2022 when we started the podcast and, like, we were at Little Gray Barn as, like, walkers and everything else, um, like, we were still on the outside of the circle, but, like, starting to get into the circle but I think within 2023, we've really invested so, ourselves into the circle yeah. of always and forever. And it kind of, it changes who you are. Yeah, it does. Um, Lexi and I were talking about this when we took Tobin to see the Christmas lights this past weekend. Last year, we had McCoy. Oh, we yes. Yeah. McCoy, McCoy did the Christmas lights with us. And we were just talking about that. But um, this past weekend, when we took Tobin for all right, to see the Christmas lights. It's so funny that he hopped in a front seat and he put the kids in the back seat. <laughs> it's like my kids fighting over the front seat, but Tobin won, you know? And so anyways, the kids let it go. We need someone out there who works at home or, you know, Tobin does really well throughout the day. Jen, can you go into his health yeah so he has dm and i don't know how that's what what the term is but essentially he's going to lose his ability to walk and stand where's our med team at well we all watched that episode sorry i was not laughing about the dm (laughs) i was laughing at the puppy parkouring into kingston's bed (laughs) in the hallway it was really bad timing anyways (laughs) no anybody that knows what dm or has had a dog that has struggled with it he will lose his ability to walk and stand and it's going to be incredibly painful um it's a very very hard disease to watch and to take a dog into your home like that and know that this might be his last Christmas and that you gave him that time, that is what's special. It's the moments of love that they feel, not mm-hmm. not the, he knows that you can't help you, that you're not abandoning him and he is going into love and that's that's the whole thing. It's just giving what you can when you can and that is so, so valued and so, so special. It really, really is. And that you had that moment with McCoy and... Tobin. Yeah. 
Yeah, because you can reflect back on that with McCoy now and know. I, f- I feel like for me, I've grown as this dog lover, as this, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. I wa- I've watched that from 2018 when you yes. first came to the farm. And there was just, oh, look, there's Bailey and Lily. <laughs> it was, it would totally, like a 180 sigh. Like but you, you know are- what? It's like, I'd rather deal with dogs than people. Welcome. Welcome. Who did Welcome. I just say? That? I said I said the animals, the dogs are the easy part. It's the people that yes. is the hardest part of rescue. It like, truly is. If I can surround myself with dogs every day, I will be Gucci. Yeah, I love yes. the cats now too. Even the one that scratched my face. I, yeah, I, was I have a say. scratch across my face from B. My cat got me, but that's okay. I love her. She's she crazy. Turn. Oh no, I don't share. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, that's why I'm in therapy. <laughs> Oh, I guess you guys are my therapy. <laughs> yeah, we're your I, I mean, therapy. So I, I would say 2023 is a year of... No, I'm ready to share. Because you were share stalling, and I thought about it. Um, 2023 was my year to restart um, with dogs. Because after Bailey passed in Thanksgiving in 2022, I thought I was not going to have a dog for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was going to take some time away, but then being with always and forever and working and doing the podcast obviously I could not step away from dogs and then Kingston came into my life and was my first foster fail and now I'm currently fostering a eight-week-old puppy um which Kingston is tolerating and I'm learning how to <laughs> have <around>. a- <laughs> where is it's the around here somewhere probably now. in the bathroom he's right there because okay. um, I literally for the longest time with Bailey and Lily had said I would not have dogs after yeah, them. Yeah, you did. Because I didn't yeah. know what I would do without them. And that was like the end of that chapter. I would not be open to it. Um, like they were they were my soul dog. Like they were my life yeah. dogs. Um, so with always and forever and just being, it showed me just always have the open heart yeah. in 2023. And like whatever comes your way, it's okay to start a new chapter. Um, and it's okay open to open your door. To love again. Yes. And that doesn't take away the love from no. the other animals, but it helps soften the ache and the yes. pain of missing them, which is still there every day. Yes. I look to the couch. I don't know where Libby is. I miss her. Yeah. And we both went through that loss in 2022. And just with this year, I think, like, especially with a puppy, I'm mm-hmm. like, I know Lily would have <laughs> loved this puppy. Yeah. Kingston. Lily was such a flirt. Every time Lily oh would God. come to the barn, she'd flirt with all the boys, and then she'd flirt with the girls, and then she'd But run even around. just, like, having them and, like, getting those thoughts and memories and yeah. just thinking about Bailey and Lily again and, like, different aspects of just, yeah. like, Lily would have loved this. And just, like, it makes them feel still a part of my life yeah. in some certain way. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. They just, were every part of Always and Forever when we started. Like, they went everybody to Everybody that comes parade. in here, yeah. I first say to them, I'm like, well, I was Bailey and Lily's mom mm. for, like, the podcast. And they were yeah. like, I thought so. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to know my dogs. They were always there. I would steal them. I was always looking forward to you going yes. on vacation. But, um, yeah. So, I, I like that. It's my lesson for 2020. learning to have an open heart again. Yeah, I just shared the other day, I lost five personal pets yes. in 2022. Libby. And Charlotte were the hardest. And you don't get over them. No. You, you never get over a loss of a person or an animal. But you learn to live with it. And you learn to live. Sometimes you have to learn to live again through it. Um, but when you stop living, you might as well just die. I mean, it's, you've, got, you've got to try no matter how hard it is. And you've got to keep going. And that's why I said... I am so, so blessed, even on my very worst days, to wake up and have every dog not know um, what happened yesterday. It's like they forget, or or they don't forget. I don't know what they do, but they are such beautiful reminders. And I know I say it on every post, and I know I say it all the time, but they greet each day with love and joy, and and what an incredible way. And and that's that's what I would love to carry into 2024, is just to greet each day with love and joy and, and have that be... An, an attitude of gratitude all the time because there's so much to be grateful for and that's what I'll say with you guys with this podcast this wouldn't exist if you didn't have the faith 
to try. Um, it's so overwhelming and scary, like all this equipment and stuff. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing with yeah, that. Yeah, we had hey, no idea. I'm a pro at taking different tracks and putting them all together. You guys now. are. <laughs> oh my you gosh. are. And listen to our very first one. There's background music. But there's don't. pee. <laughs> there's dogs barking. There's literally she's sitting in urine. Like we were. We didn't know what we were doing, but we had to start it to get to where we are. It's a beautiful thing to fail. It really is. And. We will get we get better in everything we do as long as we never stop trying. Do we have questions or any comments coming in? No, no, they just they're but just so. Maggie un- made a comment that said Jen and her words that are perfect. Like, I know, truly. No, seriously, when you share, like I'm just listening, taking it all in. Like my heart is like just because they're life lessons. They're not yeah. just like pertaining to rescue like words that you are saying right now anybody could listen to and you're like oh my god that's exactly what i needed to hear towards like a situation at work or like in my relationship well that's what it's just very i would hope because in a different life you were a preacher or priest or something speaking of that it's like (laughs) jen let me tell you that i I am i would like you to know that i got internet ordained i think i'm reverend dulski so So you're doing weddings reverend dulski i married my my best friend like 20 years ago when was it when did she get married (laughs) debbie when did you get married i don't know long no 10 years ago do you have to renew this yeah, I still feel like I get to keep the title, right? So you're Pastor Dolce? No, Reverend. I got the you're Reverend. You're a Reverend? Yeah, but it was only on the internet, and I think it was like 20 bucks. <laughs> so I, it was the church of the internet. $20? Yeah, but this was back in like 2013 when it just became I am a shook. Thing. I Rev- was you joking. Can, you can call me Reverend if you want. <laughs> I'm all right with that. I can't share anything that I didn't live through. That's the whole thing. And if if what I lived through, even the very worst parts of my life can help someone else, then again, it just gives you a little bit more of a purpose. This is the cutest dog ever. Ever. I think that's all I got because it's super late. Oh my God, we're almost at an hour. Let's wrap up. Goodbye. No, we have two things that we always end an episode with. Anthony's going to be our foster cub. He's going to be adopted before then. He will. will. Yeah, okay, yep. So we need a new dog. Before. Um, like a dog for the, the cover. Me, um, you know what I want to do? I want to do Mama Disney. Who? Oh, I just saw all of her puppies were adopted, she, but she's still she, there. All seven of her puppies got in foster homes. She or foster, sorry. So she's the, the most gentle, beautiful, tubby, tubby, tubby pity. Um, and her puppies were born in the shelter. She's never really? been outside. So she has fear of being outside, fear of getting in a car. And she's so gentle and loving. And the puppies got scooped up to her foster, but this big, big pity didn't. Um, she, she's just wonderful. So Mama Disney, look her up. Um, let's find her a home. She, uh, you won't regret it. She's scared at first, but once she trusts you, man, she's going to steal your heart. Sai, you would love her. Yeah, well, I haven't love seen her. her. Big, okay. big, so she'll pity. be our foster so dog sweet. or our cover dog um, for foster or adoption. And then last pitch on Anthony. He's got two other siblings that need a home, got too. two other siblings. He is fantastic and full-blown puppy. And he poops in the bathroom. <laughs> on the rug. <laughs> on two rugs. <laughs> on pee pads or my rug that is white in the bathroom. He takes himself there. Um, but, no, he is he is really good puppy. I checked out. I got tired. Sai's done. Okay. Uh, or Jen's done. Sai, will you close this out? Yeah. That's all. We are wrapping up 2023 with our last episode. Jen, thank you for joining us this evening. And as always, it's never too late for a happily ever after. <laughs>